damn that. Would... Oh, hello. <laughs> um. Oh no, this is darker than I thought it would be. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome to beers and banter. <laughs> a this is a hobby homies podcast where me Fox and my co-host Shane. Sup. We drink some beers and talk some banter. Now, as a Hobby Homies podcast, this is usually themed around hobby, wargaming, board gaming, but it can include whatever we like Yeah, because we let the alcohol, we let our BAC do the talking for us <laughs> eventually. It gets there. <laughs> um, I'll kick this episode off as we do all beers and banter by asking you, Shane, the heralded question that everyone is on the edge of their seats to know. Yes. What are you drinking, homie? Well, my friend, I am drinking Moondog Lager. Ooh, a lager. Yeah, lager. Yeah. I um Your boy- I normally get the old mates, which are pale ales, but these uh these are a lager, so Huh. Yeah. Which is different than pale ale. It is. That is correct, dude. <laughs> hey man, yeah, nailed it. Yeah, for dude. sure. Yeah, dude. What are you what are you drinking? Well, I just posted the picture of what I'm drinking. Well, I've actually got a bit of a selection tonight. Okay. Um, I've splurged and I've collected a few. I've got my two favorites. Uh, I've got the Bolter IPA. Oh, classic. Yep. I've got... Actually, this is not This is a lie. This is my favorite. I've got the Bolter XPA, which I don't mind. One of my least favorite Bolters, but being a Bolter, it's just still phenomenal. Okay. Um, and I've, I'm trying this new brand, Fox Hat, because I thought, I wear hats, <laughs> and my name is Fox. I've literally never seen you wear a hat. <laughs> dude, the one time I wore a hat, you were like, dude, is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I wore a, ca- I remember <laughs> I wore a, cap, a cap backwards once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, dude, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, what, dude? I wear this all the time. Dude, I didn't realize around you, I never wear hats. Like, you even a, a brain? You got a brain tumor or something, dude? <laughs> you okay, dude? Your brain okay? You holding your brain in there? What's going on? You injured? Yes, I do. I do. I do actually wear hats. Uh, I remember <laughs> the the infamous backwards cap of 2018. Yeah, yes. I'll never, I'll never Twi- forget. <laughs> they were the best of times. They, they were the worst of, of times. times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. So anyway, I'm drinking right now. I'm starting with the weirdest one. I haven't tried this before. It is a Fox Hat Red Pelt Indian Red Ale. Okay. Oh, it's 8% alcohol. That seems a little high for a beer. <laughs> yeah. Let me take a sip. It it's re- it's it's it is red. They're not kidding, it's red. Okay. It's in the name, but yep. Yeah. And it's on the can. The can's red as well. You can see that in the the Discord picture. Jump in the Discord. Hobbyhomies.com. Click on the Discord link. Yeah. All right. Here goes. Hopefully, this isn't as disastrous as the coffee and cranberry <laughs> batch batch brewing coat one. <laughs> we'll soon find out. First impressions? Just um, average? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> no, it's 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 fine. There's no way this is eight percent. This just tastes like a slightly flavored draft. Really? With a with a bit of a hoppy aftertaste. I don't know what to make of this. Okay. Do I like it? I don't know. And that was a hmm. X, XPA, was it? No, no, it was a India Red Ale. Oh, India Red Ale. Okay. 
Okay, now it's got now it's got some craft beer notes to it now. Yeah. Hang on. Well, it's an ale. Re- and did you know, I actually looked up the difference between ales and lagers. Okay. An ale is a more fruity, bitter, and has a bolder, deeper, richer flavor, where lager is more clean, crisp, and easy drinking. There you go. Yeah. Easy drinking? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Depends what you prefer, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, but like... Lagers yeah. are usually brewed at lower fermentation temperatures and ales fermented at a higher temperature, which speeds up the metabolic pace of the yeast. Uh, so colder the temp equals less flavors produced. So that makes sense. Like pale ales, you normally very like, very fruity, have a lot of different fl- notes and flavors where, pale, where lagers are more like straightforward, I guess. Get a load of this guy. Reads one Wikipedia article, thinks he's the... What's uh, it Wikipedia? I watched a guy on YouTube. <laughs> oh, dude, never mind then. <laughs> That's basically an online course. Exactly, dude. I'm a craft brewer now, so... You, you have your bachelor's in beers. Exactly. <laughs> Bachelor You're actually qualified on to talk beers. on a podcast for once. <laughs> <laughs> you know your subject matter. That's exactly right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well done. All right, Thank so you. you're drinking a draft. I'm drinking a, a lager. Sorry, <laughs> I just throw them all lagers, drafts. I just throw them all together. <laughs> yeah, anything is not a a IPA or a red pale ale. If it's, it doesn't it's, end it's, in it's a, a draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a draft. Yeah, it's basically a carton draft. It's either a craft beer or a draft beer. Hey, this is a craft beer, dude. You can't get more craft what? than Moondog. What do you mean? Unless There's no brewed, craft in creating a lager. <laughs> unless it's brewed in someone's like bathtub, then it's probably more craft. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I uh, I wanted to do that the other day. We went into BCF. Uh, what is that? Boating, camping, fishing. For those of you unfamiliar with the big wide world, <laughs> um, and they had a big box of a craft brewing kit. Fair I was income. like, oh man, yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's perfect because you brew it up. And you take it on the camping trip. Great idea. And I'm like, I could throw that in the bathtub. And then the big, there was a big, what do you call it? A dilemma, a stumbling block in my plan. And that being that we don't have a bathtub. So Ah, that'll do it. Plan foiled. And now I'm here drinking red pelt. <laughs> hey, 8% it reckons. Doesn't taste it. You could ruin a night on this for sure. What if, um, what if in BCF, B actually stand for brewing? Brewing, camping, fishing. Um, I feel like they would... I feel like that's an incredible marketing decision. <laughs> Speaking of marketing decisions... <laughs> did, you, did you see... Uh, I'm sure you saw Games Workshop's newest marketing campaign. Oh, sleeker, they have curvier. <laughs> grippier. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it because... You had to bring it, it up. It's. I did. I did. The, the segue was to... Too thick. <laughs> unlike, um, unlike Case Workshop's newest product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm basically a shill. <laughs> For the low, low price. <laughs> Why do um, they have to do it, though? Like, they... What the thing I didn't like is that no one realised... It felt like the minority realised they knew what they were doing. That, bro, think, they, f- they copped that much butt plug... Shit from the first one, they actually yeah. literally designed this around one. 
Exactly, dude. I, I know that. You know that. The campaign was obvious and on the nose. Yeah. And then everyone started posting memes about it that like took it up to 100. I'm like, guys, you're being too heavy handed. This isn't a joke. You're not like twisting something that they've done into something new. Yeah, like the first one. That- <laughs> You're explaining the joke. Yeah. Everyone's just out here explaining the joke and biting into the campaign. I'm yeah. like, come on, guys. They're like, huh, get it? Get it? It looks like a bug yeah. plug. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah, we do. Everyone, even Games Workshop gets it. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> I think they sat down and they're like, look, at the end of the day, there's no way we can make this not look like a butt plug. So, let's just Embrace let's get it. some Facebook clicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, mission accomplished. <laughs> there are ways to ma- not make it look like one, like every other company that has made a painting handle. They've managed to you- successfully make them not look like butt plugs. That's a lie. What's the company? Redgrass has one, right? Oh, that doesn't... I mean, bro... If that- that's a butt nah, that's a butt plug. Mate, look, anything's a butt plug if you're brave enough, but that is not a butt exactly. plug. Exactly. <laughs> Hang on. Redgrass... I'm just gonna write it in butt plug. It's got a swivel top called. on it, bro. Like it turns, it spins around. <laughs> just the top. Bit. <laughs> if you held this up to someone, they're not gonna be like, "Ah, oh, hang on, that's not a butt plug because that's got a swivel top." <laughs> not gonna say that. <laughs> hang on, what's it called? A paint holder. Paint holder. Pa- is it a paint holder or is it a paint handle? I don't. know. No, uh, model model holder. What is it? Man, I've used its uh. Street name so much. <laughs> it's a painting handle. That's yes. the one. Oh, come on, man. You got, you got to be kidding me. This looks like a butt plug. <laughs> it's slightly curved. Slightly curved. <laughs> it's it's certainly grippier. <laughs> it ain't All right, yeah, though. Games Workshops is a little bit more on the nose. Yeah. I'll be honest. A little, just honest. a little bit. Just, just a little. Just a shitload. Oh, I mean... God damn. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Look, All right, yeah, this is way worse. I have an a, un, uh, butt plug related question for you. Oh, uncommon. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, this is, this <laughs> is been a the new talk one of the for week. us, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've had some experience with uh, 9th edition 40K now. Yeah, a little. A little. Drips and drabs. Yeah. Now, look, I've watched a few bat reps. I haven't played any games yet because of because of COVID. So he who shall not be... Oh, thanks, Obama. Um, yeah. Jesus, Obama. <laughs> If you had just done the thing, we'd all be fine. I know, right? But what do you do? What do you do? Tell me about Objective Secured, because that seems like the game is built upon it. It is, man. For sure it is. It is primarily because the game is scored out of 100 points. Yeah. 10 of which you get for painting your models, which, you know... A competitive level, most people have painted armies. So, is that, that like used to 10 be points a each straight away? Yeah. So, okay. you basically, the game is played out of 90 points. Yeah. And I think you can get 15 a turn from your primary objectives. Okay. Now, the, so, the primary objectives differ via permission, but it's typically hold one objective... You get five victory points. Hold two objectives. You get 10 in total. Yeah. Hold more than your opponent. You get the 15. Yeah, righto. So, yeah, yes. Yeah. I was I was actually watching um, two of the new lads in Discord, um, Agro and Benno, playing on Tabletop Simulator. I was just yeah. hanging out watching them and they were they were explaining it to me. Um, I was trying not to bother them too much, but I, I picked up that 
sort of it's got the similar ITC vibe there, like hold one, yeah. hold more kind of thing. Totally. Yeah. yeah. The th- and the thing about those primaries is that ha- it's half the points. Yeah. You know, f- across I think it's four. I think you can score a maximum of forty-five from the primaries. Yeah. Um, so half your points is based around holding objectives. Not only that, but if you are scoring the holding more and you're, you're holding it for a turn, then your opponent isn't scoring it. So not only is holding these objectives the key to your 45 points, it's also the key to uh, knocking theirs down to whatever that is. Okay. I don't know what that is. I'm not, but you, you're knocking off their ability to hold more than you because you're holding more than them, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, and a lot of the other secondary missions are based around being on or holding objectives as well, performing actions on them, etc. Yeah. So basically, the game is built around not killing your opponent now, but rather holding these objectives. And the best way to do that is to have objectives secured, which is if I have units and you have units both on the objective, but mine have the special rule of objective secured, I have it, you don't. Now, does that... Does that matter how many models are in that unit? Like, if I have a, a unit of 10 and you have a unit of 3, right? If mm-hmm. you have objectives secured and I don't... I get it. You still get it. I get it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. If we both have objectives secured, you would get it, having more models. That's the tiebreaker. Ah, uh, righto. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's pretty big. So, for example, in the new Necron Codex, one of the dynasties or one of the rules custom traits you can pick for a dynasty is all your units have objective secured yeah i saw that which is pretty monstrous because it means you know a unit you could have some scarabs a couple wraiths and you know some real tanky hard to move units lich guard you can have a bit of a force sitting on a point they're not taking that no they're not taking that from you um and things that had objective secured counters twice as many yep. is the second part of that thing. So, ah. 20 warriors counters 40 Jesus. warriors for... Okay. Yeah. And warriors are hard to move off an objective with their reanimation protocols and whatnot. So... Yeah. Yeah. The whole game is built on it, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Because I've watched a few of the mini wargaming bat reps on it and like... Yeah. It just seems like that's the way to go and, and obviously it is. <laughs> yeah. And that's... It's helped them do some things like... um elite armies that would struggle with that because they have less models like the custodes for example they've given them all objective secured anyway yeah yeah so it's great because it also shakes up the meta it also whatever was good in eighth now isn't necessarily like maybe it was really killer unit but it didn't have a lot of board presence now it's probably a pretty ordinary unit in ninth edition because it's all about controlling the board high mobility because if you can get up to your opponent and tag them in combat before they can move, they can't get onto their objectives. And yeah, okay, it's a very, it's a very, very good addition. Yeah, yeah. Ah, sweet. I look forward to um, playing some games and sort of learning more of that competitive side. I think, I think this this edition, I might try and get into the competitive scene a little bit more. Like, you know, try and build yeah. some more competitive lists. Um, I've always, as, yep. as you know, I've always just played with like whatever I've bought. And whatever I've bought, I've just bought because it looks cool. And that's... Yeah, man. Ruler cool. Yeah. Sa- safest way to play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I will still definitely go that route. Like, 
with my gene stealer Colt Army, I've just started building. Like, I've only got two miniatures for it. One is the Jackal Alphys with the, the dude on the bike with his sniper rifle and um, and the Kelomorph. That's because they're yeah. cool models, man. Like, they look yeah. sick. And I want to build my army around them because they look cool. Um, yeah. But, and yeah. I feel like you can. I feel like there is much more variety. And this is just first impressions. There's only two codexes out. But I definitely feel like compared to 8th, there's so much more vibrance and more options in list viability in ninth edition because it, it's so much more about what you do on the table yeah. over the list. Like there are some things that points efficiency is just going to be better. But I feel like someone could tell you already the codex has dropped. People have played practice games. I see so much difference between this pro player on YouTube saying the reanimator is trash and this person saying they run one or two because they use it like this and they find, although on paper it's trash on the table, it's great. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I, I can't wait. Yeah. And I also have those two units for Gene Steel Colts. <laughs> yeah. Because dude. they are just so cool, man. Yeah. Dude on a bike with a sniper rifle and a dude with many guns. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, oh, man, that kill, that kill them off. That, that, that model, since it came out, I was like, oh, man, I want Gene Steel Colts. And like, yeah. I had them right, like, because I bought them off, um, off Jacob when he bought the the Space Wolf. He did and I can't remember what that box was called. Anyway, um, so I was like, yeah, I'll, claw something claw, oh, tooth and claw, I think it was tooth and claw. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm spewing now that I sold them. Um, I remember hitting you up after you sold them, be like, you still got those uh, <laughs> <gene> stills? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but they it's were, funny we yeah yeah. It feels like we, despite we, I mean, we kind of gravitate towards the same armies. Yeah. Like we have such uh, wild tastes, but we both have Necrons. We both have this admech calling to us as well. Yep. Yep. We both love Gene Stealer cults. I've always had Tyranids until recently, and you've always been like, oh, I'm interested in Tyranids. Yeah. We both froth the Lehman Russes and the Death Corps Krieg. It's interesting. Yeah, I think we just love everything. <laughs> yeah like, that's true there's, there's, name an army <laughs> yeah like don't get me wrong there's models that I don't like from every faction but I think every faction also has models that I do like um, yeah so it's yeah it's very easy if, just to like want one of everything if someone rocked up and gave me a 2000 point army there was zero armies I would be like nah I'm not gonna I'm never gonna play that yeah nah that's hell right. no yeah yeah even like, even if they weren't giving you the army, they were saying, hey, do you want to try this army out for a day or for a weekend? I'd say, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I used to think I would what it is. always say no to orcs, but <laughs> I wouldn't. Nah, hmm. I'd, I'd play them for chits and giggles. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I've been um, not working. Like, I pumped out a few Necrons. Happy with how they turned out. Oh, now man. I'm waiting Those warriors for wave two. scarabs, they look sick. Um, I've got them in the cabinet and they look, I'm proud to say they look way better in person than they do in photos because I used um, Vallejo Fluoro Green. Yep. And it just like, when light hits it, it just pops, man. Nice. It kind of looks like, it's got a glow to it. I don't know how they do it with paint, but I didn't do it. They did it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just remember watching a video on it and they said paint it over white. That's how they designed it. Okay. So, I just picked out all the little parts I wanted to glow, popped some white on there, Yep. went over it, and 
boom. Hell yeah. So, and they do, yeah, oh man, they look sick when the, like when a light, a white light hits them. Ugh, ugh, they sing, they sing, dude. (laughs) Have you painted the rims yet? I have not, I'm Uh, sorry, dude. You gotta do the rims, dude. The rim, the base rim is the victory lap of any model. Once you've finished that model, you do that, you do that rim and you take as long as you need to take. Because it's like a victory lap in the Formula a One. Slow right? lap. <laughs> that's a slow lap. That's right. They don't they don't fly around as quick as they do. They fucking they're standing out of the car, you know, waving at the crowd. That's what you're doing when you're doing that that victory lap around the bot around the bottom of that model, man. I hear that and I wanna do that, but at the same time I've got other races to run in. <laughs> <laughs> that's my problem at the moment. I'm like, okay, I'll come back for the victory lap. Oh, but it but adds, I've got I've, like it adds, it fucking ties it all together. It makes it like crisp, right? Like at the moment, your bases, because they're because the rims aren't painted, the, the overspray, the mess is all spilling out, right? You paint that well, no, fucking rim, dude. Well, no, I didn't notice dude. it until you were like, hey, you got to paint those rims, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sent you a picture of my army. I'm like, Shane, look, look at this thing I did. I'm so proud of you. Like, looks good, dude. Can't wait till you base the rim, paint the rims. Yeah. I was like, I'll be honest, didn't even notice. <laughs> I'm like, what overspray? Oh, yeah, I guess there's a bit here and there. Okay, it's on every model. <laughs> you got to, All right, man. I'll, I'll paint the damn ribs, dude. got to. I'll, 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 I'll do it for you. Chill. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll commission you to do that. <laughs> one danky. What's it? One danky for yeah. all those rims? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is a cheap rim job, my friend. Not the cheapest um, rim job I've ever done, though. <laughs> no, I don't doubt that. <laughs> um, I've been building some Ashigaru. I want to yeah. say Test of Honor minis. They're minis for Test of Honor, but they're not Test of Honor minis. Yep. Um, I've been I've, I've hit a snag with the Test of Honor because they are difficult to import. You know, we have to order them directly from Grafenau Games. Yeah. They come over here. The, the Metal Grafenau Games ones are some of the best models I've ever seen, regardless. They're brilliant. Of, yeah. of metal or plastic. The details on some of them are phenomenal. And I know they'll show up even more when they're primed, as metals do. But it's just, I'm so far out of my element. Getting this big box of, I've got 100 plus plastic Ashigaru. Yeah. Like, and Samurai and, you know, feudal Japanese minis. Just dealing with plastic again is just getting my groove on. <laughs> so, I'm hyped to like build a ton of them, paint them. And then when I'm like confident and I've got a good force, then I'll go across to the metal ones. And Okay. The plan is to build enough so that we can start doing some bat wraps. You know, you could come in here and just go, oh, I like those dudes and I'll, I'll take one of him, you know, and just list build based on the painted models I have here. And then we can some throw some dice. That's yeah. the plan. Yeah. I mean, I'm so keen to get into Test of Honor as well. Like, I've got my minis and, uh, I mean, I know in our last episode we did months ago now, I said I was going to get into them. I haven't. I'm going to come it's clean tough, with you guys. Man. I'm going to come clean. I fucking haven't touched them. I primed them. I haven't I touched them either. But... I haven't touched them either. Yeah. Like... It's just tricky when, like, you know, Ninth edition came out and all these new Necron models. Yeah. And... You know, yeah, because we know playing with each other is so far away, like we have to build the board, all that stuff. We wanted to do it together. Yeah, same stuff we talked about on the episode. It's yeah. it's just taking a backseat because of COVID. It's, it's probably the uh, game that's been hit the most 
with us by COVID. Oh, for sure, for sure dude. And it, it's it's going to happen though. We are going to have these bat reps. We are going to build this board, which is, you know, what we promised our patrons. That was our first like big sort of goal thing. Like, you know, like we just said in our Sunday episode, which you guys haven't heard yet, but we have because we just recorded it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> True. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've just hit 20 patrons, which, you know, it doesn't sound like much to like some of the big, big players out there but to us that is absolutely incredible like we yeah honestly didn't even expect like expect is the wrong word but like we never thought we'd we'd get to a point where we would consider patreon and all that sort of stuff and we have and, and it's just blown us away by the community and the people that have come to support us and and help us build this little thing that we've got going on here so um yeah 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 like it, we- it's kind of wild because i remember when we sat down and started the podcast we were like look we're just going to be shouting into the void for the first year yeah you know yeah and maybe year two maybe we get 20 somewhere between 20 and 40 listeners maybe for yeah. lucky you know yeah yeah because because even to imagine 20 people out there somewhere listening to our podcast and enjoying it was just mind-blowing and we we're like that's something that you know, you've got to work for. That's like year two. Oh, yeah. We're like 10 months in and we have 20 Patreons, people yeah. willing to financially support. It just, I hope it doesn't sound like we're bragging. It's just, we're so blown away. Yeah. It, it blows, yeah, it blows, it blows my mind. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, no, no brags intended, but we are just, yeah, gobsmacked, you know. But uh, we're also if we say this to each other the thing we're most proud of is our discord yeah you know i wouldn't i wouldn't trade our discord for our patrons or anything nah not for a hundred like patrons dude like nah we just got some straight homies in there oh yeah and like these are people that like even if we stopped doing this podcast for whatever reason we'd still stay in contact with we'd still play games we'd still talk shit with them um, Hell yeah. They're, yeah. They're just straight up like fair income people, you know, guys and girls. We've just got such a great community in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh. I'm just like, even us recording this episode, there's just like, <laughs> I don't know the context, but there's a bunch of pictures of Smurfs in the Hobby Lobby. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. it. It's probably from Foggy. It's from Foggy. Yeah, absolutely it is. <laughs> Um, yeah. Rad Rooster, uh, well, after I po- posted that picture of my beers, he said, love the red pelts. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting, Roost- Rooster. Um, me too, actually. Oh, you're loving them now. Up. You weren't sure I'm not, about them. I'm not, I'm not loving them. I'd say they're good. I'd say they're, they're good. Okay. They would still ruin an evening, man, like 8%. <laughs> yeah, that's rough, man. These lagers are only 45 Sorry, I just took a big old sweep. Yeah, sound like it. <laughs> it's getting real good though. It is getting real good. Nice, nice. Well, I've got. Some, is that because <laughs> got some fathoms that, here for you? Because I couldn't get around them last week. You you got some what? Fathom IPA. Uh, no, I, yeah, I think it's an IPA. Fathom IPA. Yeah, it's thank a, you, man. It's Appreciate an American it. brewed um thing. I don't know. I tried it and like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't, can't do this. <laughs> but, Are you just? Not an IPA guy? You're not, are you? No, like I do I do enjoy IPAs. Um, yeah. You just couldn't get around those. Couldn't get around these. The Yeah, the flavor is just too weird. Like, comes in real strong, like real real fast, real strong. 
Um, yeah, okay. And it's a bitey one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're dipping your toes in there. It's fucking just taking them clean off. Dipping yeah. your, you, you think you're dipping your toes in a nice hot spring, but it's actually lava. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been there. Now I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Try them. You might, I mean, you might get around them, probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I'm actually not, I'm not super fussy. That's, that's the uh, that's the reason I don't rate my taste in beers too highly because I'll drink anything. <laughs> See, I, except for VB. I I was like that too, but like when it comes to craft beer, that's a whole different world. Like if you're talking about like macro brewed beers, like you know the Carlton Drafts, Great Northerns, um, mm. you know all mm. those kind of uh, yeah, I'll drink anything besides Bogues. VB. Yeah, Bogues. Yeah, yeah, do enjoy Bogues. Um, but they're camping beers. All those things you've mentioned to me. Yeah, yeah. You want you want to throw hundred beers in a esky for the weekend and not have to worry about it. Yeah, bogues. Yeah, dries. Bogues. Yeah, cut and dries. Yeah, yeah. Even like Coronas. Oh, Coronas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've got a tainted name now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should have marketed that better. Maybe they tried. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they maybe they tried overseas. They didn't try here though. I don't think. Um, no, but no. Oh, Our restrictions mar- were too good. Yeah, they couldn't get yeah. in. Their marketing team could have gone to town on that dude. Surely, dude. Yeah. Surely. Um, yeah. You see the new Warcry box? Tell me you ain't tempted. Oh, dude, the... um, What's it called? Like the underground Catacombs? One. Catacombs. Catacombs, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tempted. I bought the first one. Uh, I'm tempted for this one too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The new Warbands I... are sick. Have you seen them? I have seen them. I didn't know I was going to stick around, you know? I just... Uh, what? There's been a few um, Warhammer games that have burnt us, I think. Yeah. Like, getting into it and then gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think with the first Warcry, we're like, damn, this would be cool. Then I think other stuff happened and then COVID happened and we never got to play together and we're like, damn, this is still a cool game. we got to get into this. Yeah. And then I think... Actually, I think at the start, we're like, oh... I'm waiting for this faction or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then, but now it feels like it's, it feels like it's here to stay. It's going to, they're going to do a kill team of it, dude. They're going to, they're going to push it, I reckon, for at least for a couple of years, Mm. you know. Um, I was always worried because I'm like, it's like, it's not similar to uh, Underworlds. Is that what it's called? Underworlds. Yeah, Yeah. Underworlds, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's got a similar vibe, you know, especially when you look at catacombs and there's like a gridded map and... Yeah, I don't think... Uh, is it gridded though? I think it might just be like tiles. Tiles, like, yeah. Because it's a, yeah. it's the catacombs, it's the dungeons, it's the undergrounds, right? So yeah. it might just be yeah. like tiles. Like, I don't think it's like gridded like um, Underworlds is with the hexes. Um, yeah, for sure. It's not like a movement indicative. No, yeah. no. Um, but, a lot of people yeah. are hating on the price. What is the price? I haven't even seen the price. I'll be honest. I don't know. I'm a, I follow a group on Facebook um, that was a Blackjack Legacy. Okay. And they were heavily into Armada, uh, mm. the new Kings of War Armada game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's why I started following them. But then he had a post and it was like, is it good value? And every... Like, I would say 90% of the comments were like, I won't get this it's too much money but i don't i I remember seeing the price and thinking i'd get that okay so i don't know i think 
I don't know if the price has even been announced, but I think maybe it's like one of those leaked things. Yeah, so. they speculate it. Yeah. So, I think the problem with it is that it's more than the last starter set and you get less. Oh, wow. Because the last starter set was good. Like, you got a bunch of terrain. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. I'm like, well, say last set was great, for example. Yeah. This set could be good and still worse than the last one because the last one was great. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And like, so I don't, I don't know because maybe, maybe their value is based on what they got from the first set. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but this set could still be good. Just like a start collecting is good, but not great compared to an Indomitus box, you know? Yeah. I guess the difference is that is limited, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was fair criticism. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the price. I remember seeing the price and thinking... If that's if that is what it is, that's doable. Very doable. I, I sort of when I saw it, I kind of thought the um, they've done kind of the reverse they did of Necromunda, right? So like Necromunda came out first as a two D thing, where the terrain you got was just <clears throat> was just walls and like barricades and shit, right? Yes. And then it, yep. then they released like a three D version with like stairs and platforms and all that sort of shit. They've done the reverse with this. They've done Warcry itself, which had like buildings, stairs, a big bell thing and all that. And then now they've released like a 2D version where yeah. it's just walls and barricades. <laughs> so yeah. I find it yeah. kind of very interesting. 210 USD. So that's wow. in that 280 price point for us. Is it though? Like you know that might if that if that's exchange rate they'll have the australia tax on it so it could be could be 300 bucks could it be I don't know. 295 yeah yes but i've also found that for starter sets when they say that it's closer to the actual price okay. this is just from spiky bits and i've just found in the past when they say like you know i basically do a straight conversion like yeah. with the indominus and stuff they were the AUD price was exactly the same. Okay, fair enough. As if we didn't get the Australia tax, we just got the straight shipping tax. Yeah. You know, that that America would also get. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's 300 plus, I can see... The, I guess I could see the complaint. Yeah. Would you get two war bands, a printed map, and some doorways and archways? Yeah, yeah. For three hundred plus, it seems it seems like not enough for what you pay for it. Like you get the core rule book, which you know you argue you can buy that for seventy bucks on its own or whatever they charge for it. Um, <clears throat> and what are what are war bands per per thing? I think they're normally about a hundred bucks, like nine that that ninety four ninety eight bracket, whatever they do with them. I think eighty four. Eighty four. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Eighty four. So let's do some quick math here, right? Quick so you math. reckon the rule book's about seventy? Yep. And then you get two war bands for 84. 84 times two is 168. Yep. 168 plus 70 is roughly 238. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go a bit away to get... So, you add the terrain maybe. So, I guess you'd say 100 bucks of terrain. Well, I mean, is it worth 100 bucks though? Like, that's where, you, that's where the question gets thrown up. Like, if yeah. there's buildings and, the, and, and all that sort of shit, you go, yeah, okay, 100 bucks. But like, if it's just like a couple doorways. of doorways... 50 the yeah the tricky thing about 
it, even if it was $100 worth of terrain, it's still three thirty eight. Mm. So, if it comes out at, you know, three ten for us, yeah. you're like, this is a box set where I'm saving $28. Yeah. Yeah, there's dice in there and, you know, tokens and all that kind of stuff, but that's expected in a starter set. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess if... If it comes out at like two eighty or two ninety, maybe it's yeah, you know, it's, it's fine. It's a fine starter set. Yeah. You want to play catacombs? You're gonna get the rule book. You're probably gonna get. I mean, is the only way to play catacombs with this starter set? Like, it's a. That's hard to replicate that underground thing without those doorways and the and the map. Yeah, because the boards you get in the normal one are just like open open fields. Where this one, I'm yeah. pretty sure it comes with like pre-printed, um, like blocks, like blocked off areas and shit. Mm. 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 The, the tricky thing about the terrain too is it's it's sort of like um, uh, it's like it's mono terrain in the sense that what are you going to use archways for? You can't port that over to another game. Nah. For terrain, well, you know, you, it's a lot of you doors. You could, but like they don't really offer anything it's more like an aesthetic yeah. kind of thing you might bring one or two over and slap it with some other stuff but yeah there's like 10 of them yeah what else are you going to use it for you know the other terrain you could argue oh you can use it in age of sigma game you know you could even use yeah. it in a 40k game like really you know it's just yeah for sure just walls and 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 shit just because it's yeah yeah it could be like 40k is expansive it could be an old forgotten planet from yeah yeah whatever yeah um, could use it in other games. Yeah. This is interesting. Mm. Yeah. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to play Warcry, you want to play Catacombs, you're going to have to get the new rule book. If you're new players and you want to get into it, you almost have to get this. So, maybe they know that. Maybe they're like, I mean, what else are you going to do? Mm. Yeah. It's you interesting know? they brought it out though. Like, I mean, I suppose they want to keep this Warcry thing rolling, but like, is mm. this the way they needed to do it? Hmm. I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. We'll watch this space. Yes. Not enough information is presented before us. No. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we, we haven't seen the price on GW's thing, GW's website. We don't know. Trouble yeah. is, though, you don't know what the price is until a week before it comes out. Yeah. You know. That's true. So that makes it hard. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. As a whole nother I do, can of worms, though. Isn't it? <laughs> because on the one hand, I'm like, I love that the Void Dragon... They announced, not announced it, they announced it ages ago, but they're like, hey, it's up for pre-order. And I'm like, that's literally this weekend. If I'm yeah. the Void Dragon, I go in this weekend and I get it. Yeah. I like that. I don't like them going, hey, the, here's this thing we've known about forever. P.S. The Silent King's 250. Yeah. Come get it this weekend. Yeah. You're like, 250? That's rent. What? what you, <laughs> that's my mortgage repayment. <laughs> Yeah. What do you want me to do? Come up with two fifty? But you know, I get the sentiment. You should know something's coming. You save up for it. But how do? You, yeah, I'm with you. I would Still. love to know the price of things a month in advance. Yeah, I think man, like Fortnite in advance minimum. You know, like yeah. the fact that it's Come a on. week in advance is pretty. It's pretty rough on on most on most people. Yeah, I'm sure there's like good reasons that they do it. Like they might go, "Hey guys." They might sit down with us. They'll be like, hobby homies, we'll let you in on a little secret. <laughs> We've tried it in the past and when we do a month in advance, we actually lose 30% of sales. Yeah. 
for whatever reason, people save up and then they're less hyped or they 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 spend the money elsewhere, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a reason because you got to think like if they could get more money out of people by telling them in advance the price, they would do it. Oh, for sure, man. They yeah, that's right. If there was a I way... just want to get in there, dude. I just want to know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, what's dude. your pricing structure? What are your secrets? <laughs> tell me. I just want to grab the GWC and shake him. Be like, tell me everything. <laughs> you know, man. They make people sign like non-disclosure agreements and shit. Like, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, all the YouTubers that get stuff early, they've all, they've all signed NDAs, and like, yeah, you will not get anything out of them because they will get sued to this shit house if they tell you for sure for sure <laughs> it's pretty yeah. full on that they have to go through that level of like secrecy though you know like who who there was someone that um made a video on how they like they feel so free now that they're they've oh um was it midwinter who, was it midwinter yeah it was and yeah. he was like i'm so glad to be done with the NDA, like now I don't know anything extra. Yeah. Because what's the point of knowing extra when you literally can't tell a soul? But bro, he like he would find out like two days before it was released anyway. You know? Yeah. He he got yeah. the short end the short end of the stick there. Yeah. And that's the same as GW managers, man. Like that oftentimes they they know when we know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They get an email and they'll be like, hey, by the way, this is coming out this weekend. Make sure you got the model painted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, true. You know? Yeah, it's and, pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, look, they're the biggest, biggest, uh, what do you call it, wargaming company in the world. They're making fat stacks. They're pumping out models at an insane rate. They're doing something right. Oh, I'm not yeah. telling them to stop. I'm just telling them to tell me what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to know, dude. Yeah. It'd be uh, be interesting to be a fly on the wall in a, in a bloody um, conference meeting of theirs. Oh man, could you imagine? <laughs> I'd love an ex-employee just to like, come out with a video and just be like, "Yo, this is what goes on." Yeah, well, we, you know and what? Be- we'll 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 if you're an ex-employee for GW, we'll give you our months of Patreon to tell us all the secrets. <laughs> we will give you a hobby homies gift pack <laughs> if you tell us <laughs> what the go is. Yeah. I don't even know what we want to know, but I think you know what we want to know. Oh, yeah, they know. You know what we'll do, dude? We'll, we'll blur their face. We'll distort their voice. It'll be complete sure. secrecy. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and they'll be like, I don't know. I actually don't know anything either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I get my prize like, pack or what? <laughs> be like i mean i mean i guess like uh, yeah i guess it's just it's honestly it's just gonna be some games workshops bro <laughs> and an sms paintbrush <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you what are you what's your go-to paintbrushes oh damn i sorry man i've, I've kept you You've I didn't realize how long this biz and banter went Oh, this for. is nearly is a full-length episode right here, dude. This is an extended <laughs> edition here. Yeah, true. You know what? These red pelts are okay. <laughs> my my go-to brushes lately have been the SMS brushes. I used to use just like cheap shit ones from um, Riot Arts and Crafts. Um, oh, yeah. But I've been going to the SMSs lately. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What are you using? Oh, that's... Citadel. You, I just, I don't what? know. What's up? You what? I mean, I've, oh, yeah. 
I'd, I've tried a bunch of different ones and a lot of people complain about Citadel pricing and stuff, but I've literally still got some of the first brushes I've ever purchased that my dog hasn't chewed. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I remember when and I, your dog chewed your brand new ones. Oh, I went out and bought some brand new ones. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, man. Some of them are just... Yeah. They don't, they don't die on me. I don't know if I'm good at brush care. I'm not bold enough to say I am. Uh, maybe I just don't paint enough. That's, that's entirely that's possible. That's where I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've actually... Every if my dog didn't chew it, none of my Citadel brushes died. They've all still got all their clean points. Oh, yeah. Whereas my SMS ones, I've only bought two, and they've both failed on me. And maybe I expected differently from them. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I didn't take care of them as well. I thought, yeah, they're cheaper. I beat them up. I don't yeah. know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, they're not. They're not as dear as um. They're half the price of GW paint brushes. Um, yeah, I use. I only use a GW dry brush. The little okay. spoon texture texture applicator thing. I've got like the large dry brush, the large shade brush, which I I use. Um, but man, when it comes to like the base brushes and the layer brushes, they just never lasted for me. But I don't know if that's just because I was a new painter. I didn't really know what I was doing. Maybe with maybe I should just get some and just try them now as I'm more experienced. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, the two I find myself, I'm holding them now. I'm inspecting them. <laughs> um, the two I use the most is the medium shade. Okay, yeah. Because it's like uh, it's got a real long point on it and it's got such a clean point that I feel like I can use it as a shade brush, which is cool. Yeah. But I can also use it as my like, just my every like basing brush. Do you? Oh, so you use it for, for that, do you? For blocking in like... I use it for... Everything, man. Wow. Okay. I only ever use my shade brush for shades. <laughs> I've got a. I've got a, like one of them fat shade brushes. I don't. I. Can't, I don't know really what it is. Yeah. Um. This is a medium shade. I wonder if it's different, but it looks different to my previous one, which is kind of like fat and bushy. Okay. And like perfect for throwing shade on. Yeah. Whereas this one's like long, thin, pointy. Huh. It's got some bristles to it. Don't get me wrong, but. It's my workhorse. I use it for everything. And then my small layer is like my fine detail. Yeah. I also have a fine detail, but I just like this one better. Yeah, yeah. I use the small layers, but I, I burn through heaps of them, dude. Damn, man. I feel like this every is the week same I was one I got one. Uh, in 2018, Oof. 2017. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, they just, I, I haven't had them die on me. Crazy. I've man. had. Yeah, I could, maybe I'm just lucky. I don't know. I've got like, got like nine of them. They're all they're all good to me. I want to start looking at things like brush soap and all that sort of stuff. You know, like yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I watched a thing where it was like people spend so much money on all these other things, but they use the brushes the most and are scared to spend twenty five, thirty dollars on a brush. Yeah, whereas they'll spend fifty dollars on paints that they use once. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell like, yeah. It's, yeah. The best tip they had was it's good to have a good few brushes. They said four or five brushes that are good is all you need. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I use two, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, definitely. I can, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So, 
I guess Wins and Newtons are the premium. Good, True. good, uh, good painters that like we have a couple in the Discord. They use Wins and Newtons, so yeah, yeah. Maybe I should maybe I should splurge on one of those. But I mean, I, what do I what do I paint? Golden demons? Not paint Necrons. <laughs> so <laughs> what's a Wins and Newton to me? <laughs> Man, whatever's working for you. That's the thing. Like you don't have to go yeah. and buy the dearest brushes that are out there. Like if you that's buy, it. if you like me, and you know you've bought just cheap shit brushes from riot for like four dollars a brush and they work yeah fucking just keep using them like yeah there's a really good synthetic brush i have from um it was from one of those six dollar packs for five yeah yep i pull it out every now and then gets the job done yep if i need something a bit thicker that's got good coverage heck throw that puppy on there that's it whatever (laughs) if it puts paint on the model and it it lasts done yeah donezos oh yeah so, each yeah. to their own. That's it, man. Well, we probably should um, look at wrapping yeah. this up. This has gone over time. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. The ban- the banter went uh, it went where it normally goes into the into the ether. Yes. Yeah. That's I it. If, I wonder if anyone's still listening. I wonder. If <laughs> probably oh, well. tuned out after like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um, hey, this this is why we do it. This is a catch up for us. That's it, dude. That's it. It's been flat out. We've both been flat out, so talking shit's good. Yeah, yeah man. Um, sure. A couple of shout-outs before we wrap it all up. Um, yeah. It was um, in our Discord. It was Moose's son's birthday on the Friday just gone. So happy birthday, happy birthday to that young Mini fella. Moose. Seven, I think he was. Um, yeah. And it was Wax's birthday on Saturday as well. Just gone. So happy birthday to those two homies. Mm. Um. Quick shout out to, to Benno and Agro for hanging out playing TTS on the weekend. Um, yeah. We're teeing up a game, a 2v2, Fox and I, ver- oh, no, Fo- Fox and Agro versus Benno and I. Um, we're going to. Did you tell me about this? I did tell you about this, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> I'm prepared. Why us? Why me and. Because. Who am I playing with? Because, Agro? Yeah, me and Benno, uh, we started on Necrons and Bot Angels. We both first got into the hobby, so. Oh, cool, yeah. man. <laughs> um, and then I just get lumped in with Agro. Come on. What's oh, Agro play? Right, dude. He's a good player. Um, he was he was playing... Uh, it was it was Dark Angels. I'm pretty sure he was playing like, on the oh, night. Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. Love yep. me some Dark Angels. Hell yeah, dude. And um, new new little thing, homie of the week. I, oh. I want to shout out Moose. This week, yeah, as homie of the week. Um, that's cool, man. Yeah. I like homie of the week. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. He's earned it. He's earned it. That's for sure. You know, he's got a great unclean one now on the uh, Jack Games Workshop website. So check out Damn. that Bonza Moose is the Instagram. Um, he's been he's you know been a homie for a while now, and he's he's going through a bit of a, a tough time. So massive shout out to him. Hopefully, um, you know, hopefully things turn around. Yeah, and that model, dude. That model. If you want to see his model, you don't even have to go to Instagram. You can go to Games Freaking Workshop. Yeah. Yeah. Type in Great Unclean One. Scroll all the way to the left. It's the first one from the left. Yeah, it is. And it actually it's says... It's the one with the dope base. Yeah, and it says Bonza Moose at the bottom of the photo. So, um, That's so cool. They've got his Instagram name on there. So, yeah, check, check it yeah. out on the Games Workshop website. Um, yeah. Man, we got some... Yeah. We got some homies doing some things. It's awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Did 
did is Frenzy releasing a new single or have they released it? They have. They have. Yeah, yeah. The workout, um, <laughs> which is which is a song about not being able to get on the beers as much as you used to when you were younger, which is fucking uh-huh. so relevant. Yeah, relevant. So relevant. Yeah, <laughs> that's our song, man. That's our track. Yeah, yeah. You know, a session on the beers now. You know, back in the day, you'd get on the beers, you get up and go to work the next day. Man, it takes me yep. at least a, at least the next the day after to, to recover. So not to mention not to mention you got to pick it up and be like, oh, this is uh, three hundred calories and I had a seven hundred calorie <laughs> little dinner and exactly, put that dude. into my fitness pal and make sure I do a couple push ups in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Totally. Man. That's it. We're not- so check out Frenzy on Spotify for that fat track. Oh yeah. That's a good track too. Um, mm. Yeah. Awesome. That's it. Well, you didn't expect an hour of beers and banter, and neither do we. No, so But you get one. <laughs> you get one. <laughs> You're welcome and I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'll see you. Oh, sorry, Shane. We've lost Shane forever. <laughs> He's dead now. I think that's all that's all from us. We're going to get out of here. Let's skedaddle. So Good Shane idea. can go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, I nearly died just then, but I'm all right now. You're, you're okay now? Yeah. That's, a, that's all that matters. That's why <laughs> we drink craft beers, Shane, and not drafts. <laughs> Lagers, dude. Lagers. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Fox. I've been Shane. Toodles, Simon. Toodles.